0: What is up everybody welcome back to another episode of the spectators i am back this week i'm here at brooklyn also what's going on buddy
1: yo 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 what's popping bro how was your trip
0: we had a good time it's good to be back good to be able to sit down watch some sports i was able to mm-hmm. see some while i was traveling too which is pretty cool uh, i got to see the home run derby a little bit of the finals we're actually just gonna get right into that we got a lot to talk about today uh baseball all-star week Olympics are coming up, NBA finals going on, some trade rumors. A lot to talk about. Starting with the home run derby, all-star week for the MLB. It was last week, right after you recorded on Monday, and then the all-star game was on Tuesday. So we didn't get to talk about it. What are you feeling? How was your first thoughts watching everything?
1: I love the home run derby. Home run derby lived up to its expectations. It was explosive. It was electric. It was tense, too. There was some buzzer beaters going on. It was fun. Same thing with the All-Star game. God, there were some big moments in there, some big opportunities, too. <clears throat> Chris Bryant, two Grand Slam opportunities. Nothing happens. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was fun, man. Pete Alonso, bike to bike. The polar bear. Yeah. Did you expect it?
0: Uh, I don't think really anybody did, even though there was no reason to doubt him.
1: Yeah, it was weird. Like, I, I went into it. He wasn't even, On the radar. Like, no. Yeah. But
0: he he, he was there. Well, because, like, Jeez. he's had a strange season. He had, like, I think only 14 home runs coming into the Derby. And he was mm-hmm. really only in it for the back-to-back in terms of, like, even being invited. Yeah. And they were playing the Yankees, like, a couple games before the All-Star break happened. And he hit two home runs in that series. But I remember seeing a stat that said P. Alonso had, at the, at the time, it was like 13 away home runs and one at home. Sheesh. I saw that, and I'm like, "This is he okay? <laughs> what's what's going on? So, uh, City field is not like a anti-hitter-friendly field. I mean, he hit almost 60 home runs when he was a rookie. So I thought that uh, was he, super interesting. He can make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I wasn't fully expecting him. To to pop off the way he did, and then when he did come up in that first round, thirty five home runs, uh, that's that's just a show. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, man. And shout out to Salvi, almost getting there. Like you you can't get to thirty five. That that it's tough, especially Salvador Perez.
0: Yeah, not tough. not like a known home run hitting bopper, but he came in and really really showed out. It just got unlucky that he had yeah. to face Pete. Yeah, like. Salvi still put up 28, bro. Yeah, and, and he he was pretty explosive, too. That was, you're watching him, you're like, is, this, is he going to like do it? But he started a little slow was the only issue.
1: Yeah, he, he tied for third most home run set in the first round.
0: Yeah, and the only reason, too, is uh we'll talk about them, too. Juan Soto versus Shohei Otani, probably the most hyped up 1v1 matchup of the first round. That actually had mm-hmm. to go to a swing-off, a double yeah. OT swing-off. Otani
1: started so slow, uh-huh. bro. It looked like he wasn't even going to get a home run. It was that bad for a good, like, minute and a half. And then he turned it on. Turned it on. Ends up in 28 as well. Soto uh, slams 31 for the first round victory.
0: Yeah, and in that swing off, they it went down to a three swing swing off, right? Soto mm-hmm. hits all three home runs in those three Electric. swings. Electric. Otani comes up first swing a little dribbler and he was just like oh but you can yeah, tell he, he was didn't. just gassed at that point too bro every
1: single like round for otani cuz you have the first initial then you have the bonus time then the overtime that they do since they tied and then the swing off he was just gassed hands on his knees bending over like he was gassed bro it was crazy
0: yeah and that, that's like, the only issue with like the time uh, not the only issue uh, but i really like the way they have it right now with the time right you have 4 minutes you hit as many as you can. I love it. Mm-hmm. It makes it so yeah. there's 35 home runs hit by a guy in the first round, and you're not just taking yeah. pitches. The issue is you get really tired because now you're swinging the bat 70 times, and then yeah. it's really hard to like focus on the home run as like a cameraman or just as like an audience. Because I remember in the days where, um, you know, Josh Hamilton was doing it. He would hit a home run and everybody would just sit there and have to watch this home run fly. Yeah,
1: you only had ten outs.
0: So you're just watching every pitch, and I don't know if it was a good or bad thing. I, I really don't know which, which I like better. I I like the more home runs. The focus was, was really cool though. Like you used to see a bomb and be like, whoa. Now it's just
1: I like the competitive aspect of the time better, mm-hmm. but the true like just experience and event and showmanship of watching the tank just go and nothing else matters well it was really dope but for us as the fans i feel like the time is a lot more enjoyable in a sense that a lot more action high paced really going in especially with the bracket style oh is this guy gonna get as many as the last guy oh is he gonna hit 35 and the other guy's gonna have to come up and try to match that mm-hmm. so that as- aspect's dope but watching on tv like it's hard it's really hard because the cameramen are just put into a blender they they don't know which way to go so they they got to work a little bit on the camera angles
0: well and they didn't do the best with like the presentation either i think they like that could be a big part of it the mm-hmm. event was awesome but just like the on tv presentation could have been so much better yeah so that that could be I'm fun. sure
1: in person t- the home run derby now is just tops the, the old school one by a mile.
0: Well yeah, and I know I talked to some other content creators and a lot of guys in like the the Twitch M O B community that like I know uh, go
1: follow Waifujiu <laughs> on Twitch. A
0: lot of them went Plug to it. The, a lot of them went to the All-Star game and to the home run derby and they said it was like a once in a lifetime like crazy type of thing that like everybody should go to. Oh, I believe it. So
1: I believe that's it. definitely a the home run derby is interesting. Cause it's the one event that like you rather sit in the outfield than behind the plate. It's pretty funny. Yeah. But you got to get those balls. Pause.
0: Pause. A-O. <laughs> A-O. Uh Quick talk about the, ho- the all-star game. Uh, Vladdy jr. MVP. Hits a absolute moonshot off Corbin Burns in like the second or third inning. he almost, Kills Max Scherzer in the first, too, with a ball right up the middle. <laughs> he had to go give him a hug after he hit that ball so hard. <laughs> uh, really cool to, a to see Vlad soft. Jr., probably the first half MVP of the American League. He might win the Triple Crown this year. He's been that, that good. And then the other Shadow AL MVP, Vladdy. starting the All-Star game as a pitcher and leading off, Shohei Otani.
1: Insane what we get to witness, bro.
0: He's really, really just, like, a once-in-a-lifetime type of talent. Athlete, ball player, guy. He's so respectful. He's so enjoyable to watch. He's so talented. There's really not enough, like, good things to say about him, honestly.
1: No, Tani's great. You couldn't ask for a better person to be in this position because of the way he carries himself. And it's just great for the game. It's great for the game because on a global scale, and even on, like, a generational scale, he's going to bring so many people into the game just off of what he's doing right now, and it's great that he's healthy, bro. Because Otani's been in the league for a couple of years now. Yeah. We just haven't been able to get Otani in the league for a couple of years because he just hasn't been on
0: the field. And then when he has, that- he's been kind of hurt, so they didn't have him pitching and... There was, like, a concern that he was never going to pitch just because of the injuries, and here we are. And he's, again, starting as a pitcher in the All-Star game just a couple years later.
1: Yeah. it's great to see. If you're not enjoying it, start enjoying it. Yeah. Because who knows when we're going to get somebody like this. And, I mean, we'll start getting more players like this, but it's not like he's just mediocre.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. He's leading the league in home runs. And he has a a top five ERA in baseball. Like. That doesn't happen. No. In fact, nobody even tries to do it. Because it's it's hard. Yeah, you just (laughs) don't. You can't focus on doing it. It's crazy. The only guy that does it, kind of, is DeGrom. But he's a freak. And he's not hitting tanks, but he's hitting 400. Something to be said about that but yeah
1: that that's the way i mean that that's the funny thing that grom's a two-way player that's just not a two-way player that mashes like he's a two-way player yeah
0: that one's wild you love to see it yeah you really do um quick comparison i know it's not like the international type of comparison but i get really big like steph curry vibes kind of watching him just because the guy is so good at what he does that really nobody's ever done that you're gonna start seeing people try to replicate it
1: oh yeah absolutely like I said, we're going to get a ton of people start doing this now.
0: And th- the one thing with baseball is it's going to be a couple of years just because of the way, like, the farms and all that work. Whereas with St- Steph, it really took, like, two, three years to start seeing teams just start hooking up half-court shots.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's fast Because it
0: is a little bit easier to develop a three than it is to learn how to pitch four effective pitches at an MLB level. But... It is something we're going to start to see more of, and when it does, instead of just going back all the way back into the black and white era and thinking of Babe Roof, you're going to think of Shohei Otani. Yep. And that's the really cool thing.
1: Absolutely, bro. And one thing about um the All-Star, like, collective as a whole is they get no type of break, bro.
0: Yeah, they only got—it was like a four-day break. And two of those well, days the, were spent at the Home Run Derby in the game.
1: That, that's the thing. Your last game was on Sunday. Home Run Derby is the next day. You're playing a regular season game on Thursday.
0: Just one team, to be fair. but
1: One team, but still. The fact that like even, even Friday, Yeah,
0: and it wound up not happening, but it would have been Thursday. So you had one actual day off if you're Aaron Judge. And yeah. two if you're everybody else.
1: It's wild. And if you're Otani... Let's say the Angels are playing on that Thursday. If you're Otani, you you just did the home run derby on Monday and then the All-Star game pitching and hitting on Tuesday. That's wild.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen any Angels stuff the last couple of days. I know he hit a home run yesterday. I imagine he didn't play on Friday. Yeah. Just a shot in the dark. I just really doubt he played on Friday.
1: Yeah, you you would think so. Can't confirm nor deny. Can't confirm. But you definitely neither. think so.
0: But yeah, so that's about all the stuff for the MLB All Star Week. Really cool stuff. Really cool event. It pulled in a couple more million viewers than the NBA All Star event, which is actually kind of wild because the NBA is kind of the the standard when it comes to. And All-Star I got the num-
1: I got the number for you. The NBA All Star Game pulled in five point nine million. MLB, eight point three.
0: Wild over two point something mil, crazy. Yeah, and MLB is a dying sport in air quotes, but getting more viewers than the NBA All Star game. Whether that means the All Star game's a joke in general or whatever that might mean, who's to say? It, but
1: and was it just Otani two way that brought everybody in? Maybe, 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 maybe cool stuff, but though. it happened so.
0: Yeah, and while we're talking about Otani and international superstars, we have a really, really cool event coming up that we kind of haven't talked about at all. The Olympics, starting this week. Whoa. (laughs) The Olympics. This is news to me. The 2020 Olympics, happening in 2021, gets pushed back a year because of COVID. There's honestly Mm -hmm. concerns that it's not even going to happen now. I think it's going to at this point since everybody's already getting there. But there's there's some COVID stuff happening over there in Tokyo. They're going to do their best to be safe. Hopefully everybody stays safe. Yeah. But we have the Olympics, and that's the pinnacle of world sports right there. That and the World Cup. And kind of out of nowhere, kind of sneaking up on everybody just because it's an odd year. We have it. it it's right around the corner.
1: Yeah, about a little over three days.
0: It starts on about Friday, three and a half believe, days. right? Opening ceremony?
1: I believe so. I believe so. Man. I just saw the countdown, and at the time of recording this, it was like three days and 17 hours. So, Man.
0: That's so fun. Again, last year I tried my best to go to the Olympics, and obviously that couldn't happen without it happening, and then the pandemic and all that. I did want to go to Tokyo and be there for it. Uh, the timing of it this year didn't quite work out. And, again, even with the pandemic kind of still happening, didn't really make sense. But I'm so excited. Like, we get to see Simone Biles again. And I know she's been participating in events and all gymnastics stuff for years since the last Olympics. But this is really where your, your eyes are on, right? Yeah. Not a whole lot of people are watching gymnastics or, like, Katie Ledecky swimming in, like, a random championship in September of 2019. Like, that's just not happening. Yeah, not at all. But now we get to watch everybody. And these are just the best of the best. Again, Simone Biles, Katie Ledecky. I'm excited to see, like, Noah Lyles and Allison Felix. Oh, man. I'm so excited. Absolutely. Do you have any event or anybody in particular you're excited to see?
1: Um, obviously, USA Basketball. Gotta, gotta go with that. got love seeing the boys go try to win gold, starting off with a rough exhibition start.
0: They turned it around a little bit. They
1: did, a little bit.
0: I also got beef with the U.S. Ma- national team. Well, what's your beef?
1: What's your beef? Talk to me. Talk to me nice. Well, what what's on your mind?
0: How you going to bring JaVale McGee in to replace Kevin Love? Yeah. When you, wait, hold on. When you have the most improved player, a top guy in the MVP conversation, and Julius Mm. Randle sitting right there, no invite. And we invited Mm. JaVale McGee.
1: Even if it's not Julius Randle, I I saw JaVale McGee, and I I just scratched my head.
0: I thought we were just throwing in the towel. I know he's a big man. I know we're kind of lacking on big men, but what are we doing? There's got to be other big men that want to go play. And I know There's we got uh, Kelvin Johnson, too. That's kind of cool. He's a young guy. I'm not mad at that. He's an athletic young guy. He's not there to score. He'll play some good defense and rim protect. That's fine. And that's what you JaVale's going to be there for, too. I mean, maybe JaVale is the piece. Who's to say? <laughs> maybe. You
1: know, who Who's to possibly say? JaVale
0: McGee replacing Kevin Love and Bradley Beal. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, Kevin Love shouldn't have there no anyways. he should have
0: he's been good kevin loves earned his place he, he's
1: just... not he's not too healthy though that's no and, that, and that. that's the thing
0: but he he's earned this place to be part of the team yeah he-
1: healthy healthy kevin love yeah go, go ahead I'll put not. him but right, right now no but there's also a couple new sports we get we get baseball and softball in the olympics karate skateboarding surfing some, some climbing cool stuff. stuff
0: yeah i mean Softball and baseball being back is really cool. I know softball hasn't been there since 2008. I almost said 2008. 2008. Uh, That's going to be really cool. And it's it's a platform for softball players, particularly baseball. We have the MLB. They have leagues all around the world. Softball really doesn't have too many professional leagues. So I'm really hoping that softball is one of the sports that gets a lot of eyes on it and a lot of views. And maybe in the coming years we can kind of get some – properly funded and properly organized leagues for softball that'd be really nice mm-hmm. uh, yeah you know there, there's a lot of studs in there in that realm but you just don't know about them because again it's not like an organized thing uh surfing and skateboarding really cool we were talking about it right before we started recording nike has a bunch of kits that they made specifically for 40s too as their like debuts into the olympics and mm-hmm. oh it's so cool yeah so cool and I mean skateboarding is gonna work essentially just like any of the the winter sports where it's just like a grinding type of you rate the tricks and those are always really like the Winter Olympics are really fun because it's a lot of subjective opinion to an extent right you have like judges judging dances mm-hmm. or half pipes things of that nature so this is right up that alley and I love that
1: yeah absolutely.
0: It shows for some, like, personality and stuff.
1: What's your uh, favorite, like, just random Summer Olympic sport?
0: Random Summer Olympic sport? Um,
1: Like outside of, like, basketball. Swimming. I'm a
0: really big fan of the outdoor volleyball, the 2v2 beach volleyball. Okay. I've always really liked that. Watching, like, Misty May back in the day was uh, really, really cool. I don't know too much of the scene now, but I'm a big fan of just watching it in general. Um, gotcha. I think April Ross is, like, the name. I think she's the one that we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, outdoor, 2v2 volleyball for me.
1: I will keep it outdoor, and I'll go triathlon. I've always been a big fan of the oh, okay. triathlon.
0: Yeah, I can get behind that.
1: Yeah. I'm also seeing uh, pen. Pentel, pentathlon, Same. got f- <laughs> <laughs> you got five sports here. You got uh, uh, I've never this one never really caught my eye. I don't know if I've just uh, missed this every time, but it no, looks that's, like it that's got there. Uh, yeah. yeah, it got um.
0: <laughs> you want to say it?
1: though? <laughs> I don't want to say it. You can say it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> fencing, swimming, uh, horseback riding, shooting, running. So, it's a cool little one.
0: I will say. Penta. You you bring up. (laughs) Dear Lord. You you bring up horseback riding. I am almost positive. I should probably Google this beforehand, but I'm not going to. That Bruce Springsteen's daughter is actually on the Olympic team as a horseback rider. Really? Yeah. Again, you can fact check me on this, but like 90%. Pretty since weird since, we're, little since we're
1: randomly bringing up Bruce Springsteen, Bruce <laughs> Springsteen was actually my first ever concert that I went to at the old Giant Stadium, was the last non-football event at the stadium before they tore
0: it down. At the old Meadowlands?
1: At the old Meadowlands,
0: ah, Giant that's, Stadium. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, just randomly happened one day with my dad and his friends, and my first ever concert was Bruce Springsteen as a farewell concert to the to giant stadium that's
0: a really good farewell concert
1: yeah and it's a it's a really good like first concert to take my concert virginity so yeah it was,
0: that
1: was, it was cool that's that's a good one made made like one. a song just for the concert wrecking ball about the stadium getting torn down cool he stuff
0: wrote that? yeah oh i thought that was miley cyrus interesting
1: <laughs> <laughs> he he actually came in on a wrecking ball oh if my memory serves me correct
0: wait like actually yes
1: yeah, and then tore his Achilles hamstring, whole quadriceptic system, everything gone. Bad. <laughs> what you do for the bit, right? <laughs> you gotta commit. You got to, to see it through, my boy. You to
0: see it through, my boy. Got to see it through. Yeah, so Olympics coming up. Let us know what events you guys are looking forward to a lot. Um, obviously, track and field is always a great one. Again, Noah Lyles, Allison Felix, those are like the studs that we're looking at—it's uh, gonna be fun, man. I'm just so excited. We get a couple weeks of just sports we never get to watch, representing a bunch of countries, and some sports you never heard of, or you forget about until this comes around, and you're like, "Oh wait, I love fencing." Yeah, or some that you can't uh, can't pronounce. It's, exactly. <laughs> or just multifaceted <laughs> events that you don't know how to pronounce. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I haven't been paying too much attention to all the qualifying stuff, but definitely going to be in here tuned in for the big boys.
0: Yeah. and big
1: boy and big girl stuff.
0: You know, one, one really interesting thing about the Olympics being this week is that you have a, a couple of really, really good basketball players that are not going to be playing for Team USA or Team Greece or whatever other country they might be playing on. Because they're in the NBA Finals.
1: Yeah. Unless <laughs> yeah. the NBA Finals ends tomorrow.
0: But even still, there's no way that they just join this team.
1: I mean, isn't that the plan, though? Is it? I don't know because nah, they're on the roster. It, it, it,
0: it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for Giannis to play two game sevens, a game six, be absolutely exhausted, and then fly to Tokyo and play – and carry Team Greece to one win. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, we'll see what happens. We will. But Giannis has been certainly carrying the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the Bucks were down 2-0. The, bu- the Suns in four chance were very loud. Also, that guy's a legend. Suns in four Forever i think devin booker sent them a signed jersey which you love to see
1: signed jersey and tickets to game one
0: of the finals yes oh that's awesome i know he sent them some conference final tickets so
1: or actually yeah it was uh conference finals i'm sorry
0: i gotcha. got you yeah call it i got caught you got yeah. caught. but it's sick stuff yeah and i mean chris middleton's been popping off he had 40 points in uh game four i believe And Giannis has just been doing his thing. He's getting absolutely berated at the foul line. As he has been since the Nets series, but every team's been counting them down. The Suns fans are, like, particularly passionate about it. And every time he's on the foul line, if you're watching, they get that 4K camera and just pan over all the fans while he's dribbling the ball so we don't have to watch that. And thank God.
1: And it's just them counting
0: and screaming. The camera's awesome quality. I don't think Susie in section B seat 12 deserves it, but it's the most the
1: unnecessary side. camera cuz they use it for like the post game interview too. They blur out the whole background and it's just like I I see it. I like it. I'm here for it. Overkill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the fans don't deserve it. <laughs> they don't deserve it. <laughs> not put, it even on, a put it on the court, <laughs> Yeah, please. not even a little bit.
1: Put it on the court. Let me see that Giannis-Elu dunk it's
0: 27K. You know, bringing up that dunk, Giannis has two of the best finals plays I've ever seen in this finals. Bro, it's sick. Really the, sick. The J, the J. Crowder block, and I think game four. It was either game four or five. No, game four, because last game was game five. That, that would have tied the game, that dunk. And it looked like a clear dunk. He goes up, not a LeBron block, but really sure felt like it. Just a full momentum-changing block. And at, in the post-game interview, he just goes, yeah, I thought I was going to get dunked on, but, you know, you got to go for it. <laughs> got to go for it. Got to see it through, my boy. And, I don't know, just like little sound bites like that make Giannis so much better as, like, a superstar for this league. He's just a goofy dude. He has a lot of fun. He plays really hard.
1: Yeah, there was a soundbite from an interview after they went down 0-2 and he pulled out the Marshawn Lynch. I'm here just so I don't get fined.
0: And, like, even after a loss, he's able to kind of have that type of demeanor. Yeah, but you got
1: you to gotta love what Giannis has been doing at the podium. He he's just been
0: cool, calm, and collective. Yeah, and he's he's exactly the type of superstar this, this league deserves. And you know he's he's done a great job leading a team to the finals, being that guy that needs to score. I mean, you mentioned the dunk at the end of game five. Uh, Drew Holiday, who had the best game of his playoffs, probably last night. Gets a steal, goes down the court, throws the alley oop. Giannis almost slams his head against the backboard. Chris Paul yeah. fouls him. That puts the game away right there.
1: The duo of Middleton and Holiday just gotta be called Seesaw, right? Because all series and all playoffs just they have a good game, they have a bad game. They come back, have a good game, have a bad game. Maybe maybe double down on one of them and then come back and vice versa. They have been doing their thing the last couple of games, helping out Giannis. Middleton with 40 in game four. Drew Holiday with a 13. Nothing crazy. He didn't
0: shoot very well in game four.
1: And then game three, 18 for Middleton, 21 for Drew. But then we slide over to game five. Chris Middleton with 29. Drew Holiday with 27 and 13 assists. And then Giannis with 32.
0: Two really, really, really big steals. Too like there was just two possessions: Drew Holiday versus Devin Booker on the first one, and Chris Paul on the second one. That he just puts the clamps on him at the top of the perimeter, like near half court, and just rips the ball away, leading directly to a shot. The one on Devin Booker, he did a pull up three. The one the Giannis was done one at the end of the game. The eventual alley oop. That picture needs to be on every billboard in Milwaukee right now. Yeah. And. The announcers were kind of talking about it mid-game. When Drew Holiday is on, this team is essentially unbeatable. Yeah. Because he, you're right. He's been seesawing. Middleton's kind of been the same, even though he's been more good than bad. Agreed. But but we've
1: seen throughout the whole playoffs, the Bucks don't really win unless Middleton is on.
0: And, yeah, we're we, not asking we, 40 we out of them. We spoke about
1: this a good, good amount of times.
0: Yeah. And when, when all three of those guys are playing well, and it's not always that it happens, but when it happens, they're really, really difficult to beat. We've seen it all playoffs, and it's kind of different than some other teams. There's other teams where you have their two, three stars, and they're going to play well. Like, if you look at the Nets, uh, just for an example, since they have so many— uh, when everybody's healthy, Kyrie and KD and Harden are probably going to score seventy together, right? It's just yeah, yeah that's what you just you expect it's going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm, no they doubt. still
0: might lose a game or two just because the, the other guys really aren't going to do their thing. In Milwaukee, yeah. the other guys are kind of the the thing you you know is going to be good. You know, PJ is going to play good defense. You know, Brooke Lopez is going to take some quality shots, get a putback or two.
1: Pat Connaughton going four for six from threes.
0: Pat Connaughton's been fantastic all playoffs too. He has. All all playoffs. I think his plus minus like over the whole playoffs has got to be in the in the two hundreds. Like he's constantly a positive factor on the court. Yeah. Absolutely. And hey, the Suns got some work to do now. They had a 2-0 they lead. They're down three two now. They got some work to do. Chris Paul hasn't played the best in the last couple of games. Uh, Devin Booker back-to-back 40-point games after a clunker in game 4 or game 3. Game 3, yeah. So Devin Booker goes back-to-back 40-point games and losses. You hate to see it. That's just not what you're hoping to do. Uh you're hoping to get Deandre Ayton a couple more shots and have him back to shooting about 50%. He's been reboarding like a madman, but if that doesn't translate to offensive boards or second chance buckets then what's the point right
1: yeah i feel that
0: and i think in game four he only had one offensive board so it's not like he's been overly effective uh you're gonna need him to get better on the offensive glass shooting a little bit more efficiently and you're gonna need chris paul to be that type of guy that you're used to chris paul being and he has been all playoffs
1: they're going to need everybody to step up for game six yeah most uh, important game just... of the
0: year on the road the best the best road team all season so if there's any team that's going to win game six on the road in milwaukee it's the suns make
1: it happen make it happen uh, that's, that's as much as we can ask for to so make it happen bring this a seven to seven give us all what we want
0: yeah it's been a really really good final it's one of the best finals we've had in a long long time
1: oh absolutely and I don't, I don't know how people can complain about this finals. You, you see all the nonsense banter about it. Like,
0: enjoy it. Look at what we got. This is great. Two really good basketball teams with really good players that neither of them have been here. Not one exactly. guy on both teams has been in the finals before.
1: Nobody, like every single player, is getting their first ring. It don't matter what team wins. Yeah. Like, enjoy it, because these guys are playing out of their mind. Also, everybody shout out, wants it.
0: You mentioned everybody gets the ring. Shout out to the one guy, uh, <laughs> I don't remember his name right now. I'm Tony Craig. On. Tony Cr- Tory Craig. Tory. Tory Craig getting the ring no matter what. So big yep. shout big ups to Tory getting that ring. Big he, ups to Tory. He knew what he was doing.
1: Big rings, baby.
0: <laughs> big rings. No, shout out to Tory, getting that ring. And right yeah. now, it looks like Giannis is going to. They got one more game to close it out. Bucks on six. I've been saying it.
1: He, he has. been saying he has. it. Yes.
0: Anything else before we go?
1: Nah, that's pretty much it. You guys know the drill. Add underscore to spectators. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Go hit us with the follow. Hit us up on YouTube. Go hit us with that subscription. And Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Show us some love there. And that's about it. You got anything else for the people?
0: No, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. Enjoy the uh, opening ceremony of the Olympics. Enjoy the end of the NBA Finals because they'll be done by the time we're back next week. Yeah, baseball's back for the second half, so go crazy on that as well.
1: And we got some vlogs coming out for you guys, so stay tuned.
0: Yeah, be on the lookout for those. Everybody, have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of your week. See you next time. Peace, everybody. See ya.